If you like what we're doing at Star Wars in Character and at NeoZaz.com, we kindly ask that you take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out patreon.com slash neozaz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do, and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash neozaz. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash n-e-o-z-a-z. There was a there was a secondary bet between the the that that weird long faced alien that's sitting right next to Weasel, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew. Wanted to know Or ever need to know Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character Today we are talking about Weasel He just broke up Are you serious? No, I'm totally fucking with you (laughs) (laughs) I believe that (laughs) No, I'm sorry, that was mean I should have done that Son of a bitch bitch. (laughs) (laughs) This really pisses me off to no end yeah. There it is. Who's doing that? You do that? <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear. I know you love Polly Shore. I love Tim. You love Polly Shore, don't you? I love Polly Shore. I love Polly. Weasel. I know who Polly Shore is. Come on. What? what? I do. Why does Polly Shore Casino get Man shit on by and, uh, in the army? Isn't that funny? What's the one with him on the farm? Son-in-law. Uh, sorry. All right, dude. You can just tell me that. Nice I made you watch Son-in-law. Do you remember this? This is this. Uh, here's a side story. <laughs> Not surprising. Carla Gugino. Carla, yes. oh, oh, my God. Carla Gugino. Teenage Carla, Carla Gugino. Sin City. <laughs> but I make Chris watch movies from time to time. At least I used to allow to make him watch like Manhunter and all these other movies. And he would always <laughs> sit through it. It didn't matter if I made him watch it. He would hate it. And I remember making you watch Son-in-Law. I remember, I, cha- I remember chanting, Son-in-Law, Son-in-Law. And you were like, you know, like yeah, this is stupid. You hate Polly Shore. No, I don't. Why? You do. Why? Well, I, mean, I don't hate Polly Shore at all. Yes, you do. I do not. I can't stand him. Why? If that helps. Because he's not funny. He's annoying. Oh. Uh, there is. You a, need to see. The only time I think he you made need- me laugh was a trailer for Jury Duty when he was like dodging the blur bubble <laughs> on like CNN. And that was that made me laugh. That was funny. Chilling with the wheat. You need there to you go. see. That uh, just annoyed me hearing that. You need to see it. Polly Shore is dead, and the movie he made where he adopts a black baby from Africa. <laughs> What's that called? They they were two like straight to straight to video movies, but they were funny. Polly Shore is dead is really funny, and I forget what the other one was called. But yeah, he goes to he he was he was he was trying to get his career back on track, and he saw how Angelina and Brad Pitt were adopted and Madonna were adopting African babies so he thought he'd, he'd go and adopt an African baby okay, but he goes and adopts like an, an, an African like 13 year old kid and brings him back to America it's like in uh, Bruno when- the premise kind of sounds funny I'll give it that yeah see that's kind of I got totally. two I got two words for you okay biodome oh god uh, 
Says you can't get any trouble when you're inside a bubble. <laughs> what an awesome movie. I have a hat for that movie. <laughs> so do I. I have a biodome yeah. hat. Still, yeah. All right. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Trail your name. My hair comes the yeah. best. Right. How can we forget? All right. After every so, name, I need I need that sound effect name after every name. Uh, are these going to be? Wait. Why would they be Polly Shore names? This is about Warwick Davis' character, the Weasel. Louise. <laughs> are they even spelled the same? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that was it. Just makes me think of Spring Break, circa 1989 to 92. That's right. I used to love watching those MTV. Oh, is that the MTV? Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Panama, where they were always at Panama City Beach. I was trying to find side boob. I was watching it. <laughs> and I still am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> the Weasel. Oh, I'm always, I gotta stop saying the. We- weasel. <laughs> yeah. It only appears in episode one of The Phantom Menace. Never saw it. That's not that good. Mm. <laughs> My name is Leprechaun Chris. That's awesome. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. You know, I saw one. I saw a thing on his IMDb page. It, it was called like Leprechaun in the Hood, I think. Yeah. Yep. It's like, yeah. like a black neighborhood, like fighting rappers or something. <laughs> he kills kill someone with a bong. Does he? <laughs> yep. How many Leprechaun movies are there? That was like the fourth or fifth one, wasn't it? Around there, yeah. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, I saw this. This was um, Matt, I saw this. No, you asked me that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was just answering. Yeah, I saw it. Um, I don't know how long ago. Maybe it has to be a straight to video one. So I probably saw it like on HBO or whatever channel picked it up. I didn't realize there's so many of those. It was like yeah, four or five. Yeah. Oh my god! Today I am joined by Marvin Matt. Oh yes, thank you. I knew. I love that one. I knew it. It's Marvin. Marvin, the paranoid android from the latest incarnation of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I knew that. I saw that. I knew Matt loves that. And an Eminem, I'm like, holy shit, he's gonna love this name. I'm one of the few people that actually appreciate that movie. People that love the book, which I do love the book, hate that movie, but they got to understand it's a different story. It was written for the screen. I actually enjoy that movie, so I love that name. That's my favorite name next to Matt at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, to my left, yes, not to my right. To my left is Willow of Good Dave. Is that his last name? Of Good. You are great. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. That that movie. Uh, we can, we should we should do a that commentary, do a commentary that, crossover. Yeah. That's a George Lucas uh, turd waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Although we both are big Val Kilmer fans, I think. Yep. He's now. And oddly enough, Valcomer is quite big now. <laughs> and last but not least, this is this is for more for Tim. I mean, yeah, more for Dave than it is for Tim. Phileas Flitwick Tim. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we, I'm the Harry Potter fan of the four mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. yeah. Harry Potter. He plays, two, he plays, he plays two a bunch characters. I saw. He plays uh, the, the Professor Flitwick, but he also plays the main Gringot. Yeah, he's a Gringot. Yep. It's a good scene. Cool. Matt knows all about Gringot. I do from, now. From uh, Universal Studios, yeah. One of their best rides so far. He's in the ride, right? Yep. That's the thing that really amazed me about that flip of the, the Gringot's ride at Universal is that they got everybody, including <laughs> Fines, to be in that ride. Like, Ray Fines. I mean, to me, he's 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 got other stuff. Yeah, to do. not to be in a theme park ride. Right? Actors out there. And it's probably in his contract. You think? Yeah, after being a fucking roller coaster, what the fuck? 
these fucking little dwarfs and shits around me. God damn it. I was in fucking Schindler's List. Fucking Schindler's List. How many Jews I killed in that movie? Oh, what? Those were good names. Thank you, Dave. Good job. And why, and, and I guess we'll find out why if you don't know already, because I sure didn't. Who this guy is and why you're Wait, here. how do you not know who this guy is when we've already had him appear on an episode? What do you mean? When we did the obscure character face-off, he was one of the finalists we had to discuss and vote for or against to put into the, the final show. He wasn't there. You're, he was there. You're, you're assuming I remember. <laughs> because when Chris came over... You gotta tell him my, my impression. Your impression of Remember what? when you said, who's this guy? And who's I, this guy? What did you do? <laughs> yeah, he was like he he was like it's Warwick Davis. I didn't know who this was. He's like it's Warwick Davis's character from episode one that just sits there and goes yeah. <laughs> that's that's who we're doing. Tim's gonna tell us now. Flitwick Tim, tell us something yeah, about. Is that how you do it? Weasel. Yep. Weasel. I like how uh, on on Wikipedia they sort of skirt around his size they don't want to call him a little guy they do say diminutive but they also like they keep describing him as stocky but yeah weasel is the little guy who's sitting with um sitting with Watto in his private box during the bunta eve pod race so he's friends with Watto. he's a he's a business associate of Watto. Um, and there's so little story. I, I, when I when I went and looked at his page, I said, "I'll do Weasel." And I was looking at the page. I was like, "Oh, this okay. This this has enough to to put together a story." No, no. <laughs> basically, it yeah. this yeah. basically just tells you who he is in his name, why he's there at the pod race, what he did at the pod race, and then one thing after the pod race, and that's his entire story. One thing uh, that after the he did one thing. He did one thing after the pod race. He stepped out in front of a pod that was still racing and got run over. Oh, baby. Oh. He's too short. Oh. So, yeah, so he's he's sitting up there. Watto actually has a private box, and I want to know how a junk dealer can own a private box at basically a stadium. I can see that. Like, Watto's kind of a scumbag and a, and a probably infamous figure in that underworld of that area of that area and he seems to have a gambling problem so like he if he's there all the time and he's constantly gambling he would have a box i mean maybe he actually won that box i was just i was thinking the same along along the same lines as chris he probably cheated someone out of it yeah Hmm. i could see like even like if you're just be figuring dan's and then he got hooked on the glitter stem and he (laughs) bought it from him for a couple whoopee whoopies or whatever the hell they use over there but even i mean i don't know i'm not i don't go to vegas and stuff like that but can't like if you as long as you're willing to gamble won't they kind of give you like not only give you free drinks but could they like comp you a sweet or stuff like that like i don't know yeah they'll feed your addiction oh yeah maybe this is an example of that even too they'll keep you yeah they'll keep you in those seats yep One way so, or another. If you're spending money on a big table, if you're like in a penny slot, like I used to hang out at when I had to freaking work there all the time. I, I'm lucky if I get a watered down gin and tonic that's mostly tonic. <laughs> but but yeah, if you're sitting at a at a twenty dollar slot machine and playing all lines, yeah, they're gonna they'll bring you dinner, drinks, cigarettes, whatever you want, hookers, 
Whatever you need think, to keep you f- think I'll have the steak. spending three hundred dollars a spin, they will they will keep you there. I'm there, hookers. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> hookers, steak, gin. <laughs> all right, and that put it all in a blender and bring it in a glass. <laughs> I'll drink it all. <laughs> now, Weasel, he bet he he was he was there gambling. I don't know who he was actually, or if he was officially gambling with with any. I don't know if, if this is like the horse track and you have the the actual you know windows that you can gamble at there, but he uh, he was actually gambling just privately between Watto uh, on Anakin finishing the race. He basically bet two whoopee oopies <laughs> or t- twenty. I'm sorry, That's, whoop, whoop. they are a thing. Oh, twenty whoopee oopies is whoopee. That, I'm in. Whoopee. That Anakin would be would finish the race. That was his bet. So he didn't care who won. He just was betting if he would survive the race. He yeah. He basically bet that Anakin would finish the race. But the funny thing is, is like when Anakin's uh, pod racer breaks down right at the beginning, he's the first one to be laughing and pointing. And <laughs> you know, I, if I had bet a f- even if it was just a couple bucks, which is what twenty whoopee oopies is, just a few bucks, I'd still be like, man, come on! I bet twenty on this kid. Maybe he's like that. But he uh, was all super happy about. He's it. like that investment group in Cheers that like, I forget. Oh, God, uh, this is reaching way back into my memory. That investment group that would would purposely invest in a company to watch it fall because there was such bad luck, and like Ted Danson's character ended up putting in half his savings into it and losing everything. And everyone else remember that episode. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. It was funny. You know, a guy losing half his fortune is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's always a it's always a recipe for comedy. Yeah, if you want to do it faster, um, just start a podcast network. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, was, the word, I was curious. It's funny. Alone. What's it? The word whoopee oopie. <laughs> I know, right? It's like whoopee yeah. like oopies. <laughs> I was curious whoopee oopie is. And so, I, and there's a scene in the in, in the Phantom Menace where um, Jar Jar is eating that frog on the uh, yeah on the rope in the market. Yeah, and the market said that market guy said that that frog cost seven whoopee oopies. <laughs> so this was almost three. He was betting almost three gorg frogs, <laughs> equivalent of almost three gorg frogs on Anakin finishing the race. But he was still like laughing at Anakin uh, stalling out. The there was a that, secondary bet. The fact that your description used the word gorg frogs and whoopee oopies to complete your thought is proof enough that Lucas does not put the thought into the <laughs> details of the prequels that he did of the original trilogy. The kids, his kids need everything in the prequels. <laughs> right. You know? Why is he cheering that he's stalling if he bet on him? Uh, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. He's like he's like a masochist or something. Does he is he sitting there like I, I Oh wait, maybe because if he doesn't actually start, he can't technically finish, so it's a draw, so he's going to win no matter what happens. Okay. Uh, maybe. I messed the gambler here. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm the loopholer. Yeah, he's trying to loophole. <laughs> is he like I'm I'm I mean, this is coming back to me a little now. I certainly didn't time it because I didn't know who we were talking about. Uh, is, does he have like dreadlocks or something even in the thing? He's like, He's a, weird- like a Yahoo serious wig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> serious. It's kind of, he just sort of is, he has just sort of like stringy long hair. It's almost like a mullet. Yeah. I think it's funny that Yahoo serious and Polly Shore. Have- <laughs> that was a strategic <laughs> reference. Trust me. 
Was it? Yes, it well, was. Yes. What are your thoughts on Yahoo Serious? Uh, he's in the same class as Polly Shore. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's not fair. It's just You're- not fair. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. Yahoo series had one movie. Polly Shore had a, a long and had four. Had a <laughs> had four <laughs> movies I didn't see. Just like Yahoo series. He had a long and storied career. Mm-hmm. And still going on. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that? Sorry, son in law. <laughs> I'm watching son in law while you're doing this. I'm gonna watch what's that Yahoo series movie? Young Einstein. Young Einstein. I was gonna say Young Frankenstein. I'm like, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> there was a there was a secondary bet between the the that that weird long faced alien that's sitting right next to Weasel. Uh, Sarah Jessica Grail Parker. Kelvin. Graxel <laughs> Kelvin. I'm sorry, Graxel. <laughs> Graxel Kelvin, who bet, who actually bet Sabalba fifteen whoopee whoopies that Anakin would set a course record, which is, again, it's just a stupid bet. It's like, who makes these stupid bets? Here, this kid has never finished a race, so you want to bet yeah. me he's going to set a course record? Well, what's a course yeah, record? Like, Slowest finish ever? I mean, granted, I, I mean, I don't know what the odds are. I don't know if, if someone had written in what the odds of him actually finishing the race or blah, 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 and him setting their course record or blah, 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 blah. And so, I mean... <laughs> But uh, but fifteen the house always wins. Just, blah 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like betting five bucks. But there so. are guys that are degenerates. I mean, I I actually have done a lot of gambling in my life as far as like horse races and stuff like that. In yeah, fact, I just took. Or maybe I shouldn't admit this on the air. I just took my thirteen year old son <laughs> to the OTB not that long ago. Yeah, my father took me there at much younger age. Don't worry about it. My grandfather was taking me to the dog track when I was like little, like in diapers, and. <laughs> And there are, he would hold you to the clerk while I get his wallet. Hold this for me while I place my bet. <laughs> yeah. There are guys that will only bet stuff that's going to pay out big because my son and I went. Uh, there's a there's a OTB called uh, the Turf Club right near uh, Citizens Bank Park. My son and I went to the Phillies game. I've been there. I, I'm there with you once. Did we go there together? It's great. Yeah, before we went to uh, the WWF match, okay. we, we popped in there. That, that's over in the old near the old Holiday Inn. Yes. What are you more embarrassed about I, going or going to, to the wrestling you match? You just. Pulled the question right off my tongue, Chris. That was, that was my question as well. <laughs> yeah, Tim and I went and saw WWF. We saw we saw uh, we saw The Rock. No, yeah, The Rock was there. Yeah, it's awesome. Now, and what so, was he cooking? Chris Jericho before he he was on television. It was he was there. The before Y2J. he hosted the podcast awards. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The pinnacle of his career. <laughs> One big circle. Well, we went in and and it's not the same because you used to go in and it was so smoke filled. This is like when I'm imagining the pod racing uh, atmosphere to be like when you would walk into the turf club, you couldn't see the other side of the room. It was smoke filled and just degenerates in there. It smelled like urine. Ugh. It was great. That's why I had to take my <laughs> yeah, class. I character. Took, like, he was afraid to go in. Actually, I was like, you got to go into places like this. It builds character. <laughs> so <laughs> we went in and, and we, and, and we walked in and we picked an exacta. We picked stuff with good odds. We hit the exacta. We won, I don't know, like 40 bucks because the odds were really good. And as soon as we won, he wanted to leave. So that's where I know my son does not have a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> we would, He's like, let's go, let's go spend it on hookers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, not I don't a gambling problem, bucks. but he might we have did, an OCD problem now. That's right. We did one race. We won, and he wanted to leave, and we went and bought cheesesteaks at Campos. Oh, so, and we went like to Campos, you and I. 
<laughs> Did we go? To, no, we went to talk of the town. I, and Rock was cooking up a cheesecake, and we say, "We smell what you're cooking, Rock." Yes. <laughs> Which one is the one that's like two blocks away? That's talk. That's talk- that is talk of, okay. That's talk of the town. You and Did I you? went to talk of the town. And while we were walking around down there, my son, because he's cool, he said, uh, <laughs> he referenced It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because he wanted to know where the hidden underground tunnel is between the Holiday Inn and Citizen. The, the Holiday Inn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and Tim? then I put on Green Man. Hmm? Did you like take take your son along and just to reminisce the old Tim times? Yeah, it was a Tim tour. The Tim reality tour. <laughs> was this like, is where we saw it was like the Skywalker reality tour, but it was Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo Serious is 61 now. Wow. Oh. Old bastard. So, so anyway, getting back to Weasel. name is Greg Peed. Greg Peed where? Yeah, there's much more story yeah. for Weasel. Where did uh, it seemed like everybody that was in um, Watto's box was was cheering for Sebulba. When they announced... I, was, I watched the scene today. When they announced Sebulba's name... Everyone is cheering for Sebulba. But why if, if everybody's cheering on Sebulba, why are they betting on Anakin? Yeah. There's so many things that don't make sense. And even there's there's a there's a red Twilight slave girl that is sitting in the box and she is cheering for him. For Sebulba. For Sebulba. If anybody should be sad and just sitting there quietly because she knows she's gonna get a cornhole later, oh. it should be the red Twilight slave. Yeah. Red Twilight Slave. Maybe she's doing that because she's like towing the company line. Like her master wants her to do it. She's doing it. She doesn't give a shit either way. So you're my good luck charm. (laughs) I'm gonna bend you over and plug you like a soft. Fuck, I don't have anything for it. (laughs) (laughs) Like a fire hydrant. (laughs) I don't don't know who who owns this slave, but she was sitting there in the box. Um, but in the end, his, st- his stupid bet paid off. He win. He he we won him a good handful of whoopee whoopee. I don't know how. Again, I don't know how much he won. But uh, and and it seemed like everybody was very happy. There there was that bald black chick that I remember. You she gets her gold and then she's like, you know, it's like, ah, oh, thank you God, thank you God, holding her gold and as she walks away. Who was that? Exactly. Yeah. It's after the race. It's yeah. She's she's oh, and like Jen she's just so happy. That you won a few whoopee yuppies to go buy some gorg frogs. Whoopee yuppie, whoopee yuppie, <laughs> and uh, that's that's pretty much <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's a good whoopee song. Yuppie. Whoopee yuppie, here I come, here I come. Whoopee yuppie. The only uh, the only other story we have gonna place a bet. <laughs> Anakin will Dude. finish, and he will beat the rest in one whoopee yuppies. Okay. That's, that's gonna be a song parrot. <laughs> feel like it. So, um, oh god. The only other, the only other story that he has is there is because he he was an arms dealer. That's how he made his fortune. Um, there, uh, shortly after the race, a few months after the race, there was an increase in Tuscan Raider attacks near Anchorhead. And these Tuscan Raiders, and we we mentioned this guy before. They were under the leadership of this guy named Sharad Het. Yeah, that was, was a uh, Darth Jedi. Crate. That was Darth Crate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is oh, is that that was yes. him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Former Jedi turned Tuscan warlord. So this is just after the events of Episode One. So he attacks this. He attacks these Anchorhead people. But Weasel thought, "Hey, I'm an arms dealer. Let me go bring some weapons to these people. I can make a mint." He goes there, sets up shop. Like a day or two after he sets up shop, all these people are there coming to to buy weapons to fight off the. 
Tuscan Raiders and Sharp. Hello. Hello. I hear Matt. Tim. <laughs> this episode just got a lot better. <laughs> Hello. Tim, you're you're bringing it out, Timmy. <laughs> Is Matt there? Yeah, still? I'm here. Okay. Did you know that he's the doing best it? part about this? He has no idea we can't hear him. And he's just still talking. <laughs> he just keeps talking about whoopee whoopee. <laughs> I'll send him a text. <laughs> Go ahead. He's still talking. And that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny if it comes back. And that's all I got. <laughs> Good. <laughs> whoopee whoopee. I text him, Tim, you're gone. Whoopee whoopee. Hear me at all. <laughs> yeah, I can hear. I can hear everything. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you back? I, I, hello. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, okay. Now we hear you. Now we hear you. Okay. That's part about the. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, that's part about that was. I don't have to edit any of that because that was hilarious. It was. That was pretty good. What? <laughs> uh, at what point did I? Did I end? Okay. <laughs> that's all I. That's all. I, <laughs> so. I don't know. That's about arms or something. I don't know what it was. Arms dealer and uh, the Darth Crate guy, and then you kind of yeah. So he was there. He was he was an anchorhead setting up a shop to to sell off uh, weapons to help people protect themselves from the Tuscan Raiders. And the Tuscan Raiders show up and basically slaughter everybody. And this is this is where it gets confusing. Nowhere in the in the Wikipedia entry does it say that he was killed. The only clue that makes me think that what that he was killed is at the beginning of the Wikipedia entry. The first few the first few words are "weasel hmm. was," blah blah blah, which usually means that the oh, person yes. is dead. So, assuming he was killed in this Tuscan Raider attack. And that's pretty much his story. Uh, not much to it, actually. Actually, there, there was that's probably the shortest and least detailed story of anybody I've ever done. Usually, I would I would have just uh, picked a different character, but we already announced him. But so that's there he was. A thing Weasel. like he's in there, whether the story is long or, or you know detailed or not. They tried to do. We've talked about this a lot in this show, especially in episode one. They tried to do whatever they could to get you to remember what you liked about Star Wars. I guess, I guess, to either enhance episode one or to make you forget what was going on in episode one. <laughs> right. So, like when you're watching it, even someone like me that at that point was like, "What the hell is going on?" Oh, there's Warwick Davis. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the, he's in there just to throw people a bone because uh, random fans aren't going to know who he is. He um he was originally only scheduled to be walled the little Greedo dude, but um he uh Lucas said hey why don't you stick around today we're gonna do this scene we'll just put some hair extensions on you and set you out in the in the sun and uh, you know you just just sit there all you gotta do is just like wave and cheer you're gonna be thinking he's like all right I'll do that Warwick Davis actually told a story and it is here on on wikipedia i remember at one of the celebrations we chris and i were sitting in a panel with him and he told this story about how he had gotten sick during this day and was kind of sitting there he wasn't feeling good 
and the heat of the lights and everything and the just the monotony of sitting there and doing nothing like moving your head left and right and going yay every few seconds he fell asleep <laughs> on set and like you well, i don't yeah he just said he said he was he was feeling sick he was like queasy and he fell asleep on set and he had to be woken up by George. Like, George, like, woke up. Hey, get the fuck up. <laughs> All right, boys, get the stick. So. Time is money. <laughs> what was that, that show he made? You oh, that show was great. It. Life's too and short. And I watched it, yeah. What a great show. It is a good, yeah. It was a good show. There's a great show of, speaking of the Willow reference in the beginning. Do we have a Willow reference in the beginning? Or was that before recording? Yeah, regardless. One of the best parts of that was the Val Kilmer Batman thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> a part, a big part of that series was that they're going to film Willow too. I mean, it's basically him playing himself, but like as a douchebag. Because I think he is a really cool guy, and, right. but he's playing himself as like just like a, a pathetic person and hanging on to the dregs of his career and running this business where he casts little people in in bit roles. And anytime something good comes along, he just takes it for himself. He yeah. doesn't give it. To- <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so that's good. hilarious. So, so then he's it, the, a big part of that is that, and and he goes to Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant for advice constantly, and they just shit on him. It's so funny, and and a big part of it is him just kind of like bragging to everybody about how Willow Two is in the in the works. Yes, and yeah, Val's been in. You know, I've been talking about. You know, it's all bullshit. He's so good in that show. That that is a that is a one of the best HBO shows they've ever done. That's probably on the yeah, online probably. to watch yeah. or uh, on their. Yeah, on and demand, if you have HBO Go, you can watch any show they've ever done yeah. the entire series. So, like HBO. All right, I'm watching that. I'm just about to finish up The Sopranos. I have like two there episodes you go. to go. Uh, you know, oh, I, Tim, drop me a line when you see the last episode of The Sopranos with your instant reaction, please. <laughs> I'm really curious what it oh, is. Okay. I, all I know is they play the Journey song. I, I don't know that anything beyond that. Uh, that. That's the only show I watch of Sopranos. I watched the, the finale. Uh, how would you have any idea what was going on? Huh. I, I really didn't. But uh, I really yeah. Complaining about the finale, I said, I gotta check this out. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what the hell the, the, hell the fuss is about. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so fat guy with some fat Italian guy and some other people that going, hey, oh, hey, hey, hey oh, oh. <laughs> I get it. Very dangerous there. Yeah, yeah look, Steven. I. S- <laughs> I was going to say the funny thing about Dave saying he he runs this management for little people. He actually does run a talent agency for little people. It's called Willow Management. Oh yeah. So in real life, he actually does run. He, there's a website for it, Willow Management. Yeah, and a bunch of those people were in the Star Wars movies. Like, um, you go on there, you'll you'll see a bunch of like Rusty Goff and those those sort of people on the Willow Management website. I saw him at the Star Wars weekends, the one I went to with the guys from Two True Freaks. They, James Arnold Taylor did like this talk show thing, I think a couple times a day. It was called, I think it was called Stars of the Saga. I, oh, we don't have the, I have the event guide right here. It was, it was, yeah, Stars what of the Saga. And it was, uh, first half was Daniel Logan, second half was Warwick Davis, and he was freaking hilarious. The first thing to start off with, he comes out, says hi to the audience, says hi to James Arnold Taylor, and he's and he runs into, um, of course, Daniel Logan. He's like, "Oh, I met a, a, a there's a family member of his backstage, it's a surprise visit. They they just arrived. Let me let me go get him." And he goes off stage and he th- tosses Django Hetz fel- helmet out on stage. <laughs> That's funny. And was, place I went nuts. Yep, yeah. And then Daniel Logan picked it up and put his head to it like that end scene in Attack of the Clones. It's actually pretty funny for both of them. That, 
That's funny. Then he comes out and he he, he talked a little bit. Then he they started talking uh, about the fan interaction. He's like, oh, I, I love social media. I love meeting the fans. My, my favorite thing to do is to take selfies. And he showed like three or four selfies on a giant screen behind him of him and him and fans. And he's like, and I got I got to meet some of the some of the characters in the park too. And he flips up to the next selfie, and it's him in front of two two stormtroopers, and all you can see is their crotch. And he goes, I met Boba Fett, and you see Boba Fett's crotch. He goes, and I even met Darth Vader, and he next flipped Darth Vader's crotch, and he goes, and I even met another celebrity enjoying Star Wars Weekends, Tom Cruise, and he flips it, and there's a picture of a superimposed Tom Cruise that's like three or four inches shorter than him, which was pretty funny. He was hilarious. That was the best part of that of that interview. Yeah, his sense of humor about his stardom, whatever level you think it's at, seems to be pretty endearing about him. Like, every time I see him on a thing... You just you 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 know you 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 just end up liking everything he says. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be a fan favorite in the in the Star Wars community. He's he's he does the conventions. He used to host at first or at Celebration two and three. He hosted the behind the scenes stage, so you would you would go and see him quite a bit. I don't remember if he was in Orlando or not. He might have just been signing autographs at one of those. I. I, um, I yeah, super nice. I think he used to be, and uh, if I'm wrong, someone can correct me. I'm not entirely sure, but I have. A, I think I remember him being the host of Star Wars Weekends before James Arnold Taylor, before the whole. I think he was. Wars. <laughs> Do a lot of hosting for those um events. Yeah, I think he was. I'll have to there, check it out. See if I can find a history on it. There used to be. I remember a photo of him in a Jedi outfit, standing next to a Yoda puppet or yoda statue for one of i think it was a star wars weekend i think it was like a promotional pick or one of the star wars weekends years ago so you may be Tim, right i forget when do we get him on our poster like early on or midway we we got him at two separate occasions i think i remember you might have got him when i was in washington dc because you had my poster during that time. So if you went to a convention and someone was at something, you would bring my trilogy poster. But I remember getting him at Chiller Theater once, and we were waiting in line uh, for him to come back from his break because I guess, he was there with his family, so he had he had just had like a yeah, newborn daughter. Sorry, I think this is reminding me. I remember, shit, I remember, I don't know why this always happens in the bathroom. <laughs> I remember being in the bathroom, and he came in with his like, big ass bouncer helper guy he had to go he had to go to the bathroom no 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 that wasn't that was mini me you're right <laughs> that was mini me no here, here i i remember right, that right. this is okay this different different short actor but let's talk about this one this was this was at one of the conventions and i went we went into the men's room and it was disgusting <laughs> piss and water and Don liquids Pollock everywhere had just been there everywhere <laughs> the chitter <laughs> And I, I'd, I'd gone into a stall, and um, right as I was going into the stall, I saw Mini Me coming in. The guy would, the guy was carrying Mini Me, his his That's handler. Right. It's like the guy in the wheelchair in Clark Regards who gets carried around by David Prowse. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. And I go into I go into the stall to take a whiz, and there's just piss everywhere, piss everywhere. And Mini Me is in the stall next to me, and I hear him go, "I I can't." I can't go in here. This is disgusting. I can't, I can't go. I can't go in here. <laughs> and so 
He takes him out, and I open the door to leave the stall, and Mini-Me is waiting to use the stall that I was in. But my stall was all covered, just head, like, ceiling to oh, floor. After yes. you left. <laughs> and I left, and he went He went straight in there, and I was, like, thinking, he's going to think <laughs> I did that. Because what was scary. He's going to think, like, I have, like, the worst aim everywhere. I'm like, whoa, like a, like a fire <laughs> hose scary. He went and went, ah, oh, this is, you get to drink this from is the much fire. better. <laughs> so how bad was that other one? Guy. It's funny. Sticky stand was in there when his ass exploded. It's funny that it's like it's it's too awful for Mini Me to use, but Tim's just like right at home. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Mini Me probably Mini Me couldn't stand and piss. He had to like he would probably have to sit. He probably has to do everything right. Indian style, but or crisscross applesauce to be and hop up on the toilet. He float. I think he he probably has handler help him. Pull down his little like J.C. Penny baby shorts and toss him over the stall wall. Sploop. Oh, it's like a minion. <laughs> Did he say banana? Hate them, Dave. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Okay. So you're not going to go see minions next week? Absolutely not. Ever. Karen and I are going to do the minion scavenger hunt in a couple weekends at Universal. Ooh, Have a good time. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to text not you every time we time? find something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, Warwick Davis will be back in episode seven. Yes, but it is official. Yeah, he he he's, he stated that a, f- a couple months back. He officially stated that he, he does have a role in episode seven. Come on, it's enough already. <laughs> there are there's a couple people from the original trilogy that are showing up. Yeah, Mark that. Hamill, Carrie uh, Fisher, Harrison Ford. We know about those. Tim. <laughs> well, beyond that, there's one guy who. Uh, was in the cantina, the the original cantina. He is were Silo Gardner. Uh, I wish it was Silo were. Gardner is back. I don't I don't remember the character what the name of his character was, but Silo Gardner is is back. He was in the original Star Wars. So you don't know what he's going to be. You don't know if it's going to be him or like in. He's playing a character that looks just like his character. He was the sunken eyed dude. Don't say it's that character, saw- Tim, because someone will get upset on Facebook and ask you to substantiate it right then and there. Holy shit. It's I can't say it's the same exact character, but the same whatever, because there was a picture of him on the Vanity Fair cover. And uh and, and then it was it was confirmed that it's that this was Solo Gardner. Somewhere it was confirmed. What was it? Like the the idea with at least some of these prequels is that George Lucas was going to get these people their face on screen that had never had it on screen, like Warwick Davis and Anthony Daniels, and they even had yeah. Ahmed Best. Like, was it was this like uh, just him being nice to these people? It's kind of a tradition because they did that a lot in the other ones too. I mean, they had um, uh, Bosk as one of the Cloud City guards. They had Jeremy Bullock as yeah. an Imperial officer. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, Dak is Dak. Dead <laughs> <laughs> wedge without his helmet for once at the end of of Jedi. Yeah, and they had, they had fake wedge, and then they had real wedge. Fake you know? one of them. He was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I think for Lucas, it was just he. I think Lucas had a, a certain level of loyalty to the people that were in the original trilogy that were still acting and still available. So, like, I mean, he brought Jeremy Bullock back in Episode Three, so. No, things like that. So does Warwick And Davis. what was his Tuckerization? Bear me Julek? <laughs> <laughs> no, what was his? He was 
Captain Colton. Oh, it's, just, so. okay. it's just pig Latin, is, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aramie J. Ulikbe. <laughs> yeah. Has Warwick Davis played three different characters then, being Wicket, Wald, and this guy, or is there more that I'm unaware of? There, I think there's one other character in episode one. I think that there was another character that was running around, a little guy. <laughs> there's a, I can, But I can't remember. There's an interesting fact he gave at that special, and I, I can't remember who he's tied with, but he's tied for the most Lego likenesses being made of his characters of, at six. Ooh, he's got like, Harry Potter. Yeah, three Harry Potters and three Star Wars. And I forgot. He said he was tied with, and I can't for the life of me can't remember who it was. <clears throat> he was... He was the model for the Minute Bowl Lego figure that was unproduced. So. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all I got. Wow, Sam, that was a good, a long, good episode. Hello there, lads and lasses. It's a happy Halloween from the Leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you. Thank you. So that was some him at some convention. You know a guy's cool. I've got my fingers crossed for a leprechaun house at Halloween Horror Nights. I just want to put that out there. Oh, you know a guy's cool if, if somebody asks him to do the voice of one of his characters and he just stands yeah, up at that's, his table that's really and does. Because cool. I bet you, you guys, unless you're Ahmed Best, then just don't do it. You yeah. guys go to these things, and I bet you these guys would rather shit on you than than do anything like that. And uh, he just like, can you do the le- leprechaun voice? Sure. He gets up and does it. Like whatever. That is cool. You just saw who Robert Patrick. Yes. And you were like, can you say, hey, that's a nice, nice bike. bike? And yeah, he did it. He like, did it. I mean. I was all wet after that. <laughs> guy's probably doing st- stuff, but he had the biggest smile on his face. I'm looking at this video. Uh, I'm, I, I guess I don't care about these people in general, but I would love to meet him. Yeah, he seems really cool. Yeah. We were f- I the sign of life too short then. I want to get him to sign Star Wars. We were kind of fucking around at the parade the Disney parade, me and the two tree freaks guy and the guy, Steve Bloom, who does one of the voices on the rebels of the character Zeb. He oh, comes yeah. out in his car and he's like, Hey everybody. I'm like, shut up. Talk like Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> and he lowered his head and was like, Bow. and then he saw a little kid and talked like Zeb to him. Like close enough. Close enough. Good job, Timmy. Good job, Tim. Well, thank you. Good game. Good game. Good game. <laughs> Is I, feel, it t- I feel my ass being patted. <laughs> <laughs> Some feedback oh, no, now. It's, it is it's feedback time. time. Sorry. Uh-oh. Oh, Tim is doing the X Files. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going back <laughs> to, uh, I'm going to try to. The um, we're still on iTunes. I, I hadn't finished up iTunes, and we're probably going to do it for the next two episodes to get caught up because people have, ever since we started doing feedback, have been extremely generous with their five star reviews, and I want to definitely give them their shout outs and thank them for it. So, picking up where we left off. Uh, next up was E2 the Freak and the. Uh, subject, I guess, yeah, the, the title of the review says, Funnier Than Stepping on Jabba's Tail. And the review is short and sweet. says, Swick brings a new voice to Star Wars fandom, a brilliant angle, and look at the saga. Uh, next up from The Shovel Ho says, Swick rocks, listen now. And his review was, This show rocks. It's an online party about Star Wars, and everyone's invited to crash on the floor. Best show, can't get enough. Uh, next up is... 2k duke and the title says so good you gotta listen and his review or i'm assuming his review it's a him says this is a star wars talk show how it should be with good friends who love the movies that aren't afraid to call bs on some of the missteps and bad decisions any fan will enjoy the in-depth look at random characters but if you remember seeing the original films in theaters as a little kid it's even more fun 
There are tons of pop culture references, and Tim may start singing 70s and 80s sitcom themes at a moment's notice. <laughs> in, addition to host, in addition to hosting a great show, they're generally good guys who care about Star Wars fans. They gave me a ton of great advice before and during Celebration 2015 and made me an even more loyal listener. So thank you to was that 2K Duke and... Uh, I don't, yeah, there's no real hint on what his real name is. So I don't know if you guys met him or not at Celebration. Whoever he is, that guy could go fuck himself. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jeez. That guy is, <laughs> those are the kind of reviews I love hearing, yeah. like saying that we're not, you know, we're not like Star Wars number one and everything's great and this is awesome. I mean, I love how people love how we just make fun Talk. of everything, but we're still fans. Yeah. Right. Which is, yeah, I mean, the catalyst of the show. Yeah. Uh, last one for this episode is from Bombay Jack Johnny. Oh no, Bomb Jack Johnny, and it says the title is Moistener, spelled correctly. <laughs> Stop. That's how you say it. Moistener. <laughs> it says the review is the greatest thing I learned that the, is that the Lars were once Moistener farmers. Keep up this awesome show. <laughs> It was it was Skype was breaking up back in the day, no. right. and then subsequently ever since then, every time the word oh. comes up, save noobs. And very last but not least, here to wrap up as we do our Patreon supporter of the week. This week, the random pool is he just goes by Marcus. He has his account, I suppose, as a private setting. I don't know his last name, and I will respect that and just say thank you, Marcus, for your contribution. He's actually one of the very first Patreon. <laughs> uh, contributors so uh, big thanks to marcus and to everybody else that has contributed to our patreon campaign i've said it before and i'll continue to say it. it's making things so much easier to handle and take care of and getting the proper resources we need so thank you marcus and thank you everybody else thank you I wonder if that's chris and i's marcus i was gonna say did i touch this guy's testicles <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a pretty common yes to anybody we're talking about, but maybe. Have <laughs> <laughs> I touched that person's testicles? Yes. Is I probably scraped along them. Right, Dave? Scraped. Scraped. Jeez. Ow. Cut those nails. I do have nails. <laughs> Scratch me bowls. This is Star Wars artist Kevin Lyle from NorseLegion.com, a wretched hive of scum and Star Wars jewelry. Well, uh, Dave. Yes. Is it time for me to kick ass? I guess. Probably not. Just chew bubblegum. <laughs> yeah. <Lyle> Files. <laughs> Tim, how long are we waiting on that? About a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well done, Tim. <laughs> it is time for the Lyle Files and the scores go like this. Madison first. Hell yeah. With four. Then Dave and Tim with three and then Chris with two. So uh, I got two? Yeah, you have two. I got one? Awesome. And Chris, Damn Adam Driver question. Wonder what his name was. Actually, yesterday, Matt, I was looking for a little gift for you at a a store. Yeah, and I'm supposing you didn't find it or else you'd say I got you a little gift at a little store. (laughs) There was a few things I'm like... Would he like this or this? And then and I left. Socks. <laughs> ah, that's nice. Or clocks. And it, it's nothing to do with, with Star Wars either. That's the thing. I was like, ah, would you like this? He one? already has a Jurassic World lunchbox, Chris. That's true. Damn it. Step back. <laughs> Step back. Well, Chris, you are first. Yes. In the Lyle file. Okay. Oh, I got to switch. O- no wonder you guys aren't laughing at the Adam Driver stuff because I realized I got to switch over settings here. Bear with me. Uh, what did he say? It. <laughs> yeah, 
What's the answer? <laughs> I can't. Hold on. I'm still trying to set that. Where Adam the drive. Huh. Do you Don't hear the fucking escape? There we go. Do you hear this voice in your sleep, Chris? I do love his voice. Yeah. Yeah. He, so said, he sets it as alarm clock. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver. Adam Driver. The answer is Adam Driver. Is now? Okay, good. All right. Yeah. Yes. Well, it is your turn, Chris. You're first. All right. All right. I'm picking up my 1992 second annual Halloween Horror Nights Stadium Cup for a little cross promotion there. There you go. Pulling Let's a number. It is number 10. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Oops. Hold on. Where the hell? Easy peasy Japanese. <laughs> Better not be a Japanese question again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was right. Akira Kurosawa. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Who killed Django Fett? Oh, if, I get, if I get this wrong, I'm going to The ask. system killed Django Fett. <laughs> the man. The man. Django Fett was killed by Maze Windu. Samuel L. Jackson. Who's in Ted? No, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> All right. Black guy in any movie ever made? <laughs> the answer is Mace Windu. There you go, Chris. Kevin Lyle, I love you. Number 10 was easy. <laughs> All right, I'm next then. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. What's the score now? You, no, a, I want to know the score now. It doesn't. What's the score? You don't need to know What's because score, not everyone's gone. So the score. There's a three way tie. The score is invalid. For, for second place. Mm-hmm. The score is pending. Pending is Pending a good review one. and audit. <laughs> All right. I drew number 14, Dave. Here we go. Heat Rose. In Return of the Jedi, Home One was what kind of ship? Jagged Wagon. Home One. <laughs> I know what Home One is. It's Admiral Akbar's big command ship. What Shit. kind of ship is it? Pinto. I know. I'm going to say it's a Mon Calamari ship. All right. Let's see what Kevin says. Spell it. The answer Mon Calamari cruiser. Oh, he said cruiser, said ship. Suck my dick. That counts. <laughs> you said, you said, yeah, you said, uh, oh shit, I forgot already. You said, uh, Carillion instead of Carillia, Chris, and we gave you a point. You're all right. <laughs> Everyone's hey, okay. Everyone's right from now on. <laughs> all right, Matt, it's your turn. All there. right, I'm pulling, I'm drawing a number. What do we got? Number two. Two. Rico Bros. Good, good player. <laughs> Perfect, good drummer. <laughs> yeah. All right, number two. What does TIE stand for in TIE Fighter? Haven't Ooh. we had this? No. Okay, then we had it in a... Uh, another, like a trivia. Yeah, another one. So, so, one yeah. Sorry that I repeat... Well, I mean, I knew it then anyway, or knew the, whoever had the question. Okay, well, it's, uh, I believe, Twin Ion Engine. I'm sitting here getting all cocky, and I might be wrong, but I believe it is Twin Ion Engine. The answer is Twin Ion Engine. There we go. Tits and ears is what I used to say. Tits in ears? <laughs> wow. I Tits really want to nibble an ear now. That's, that's, <laughs> what the doctor, that's what the doctor's doing when they put this little thing in his I just want to see some tits. Yeah. <laughs> mm, those are big ones. How can you hear out of those things? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> is that ears. what you said to Mini-Me in the stall when he was next? Mm, how can you hear out of those things? Oy, bay. Tim is last. All right, drawing Tim's number. Adam Driver. <laughs> number the lucky number thirteen. <laughs> All right, here we go. What was Anakin Skywalker's mother's name? Ah, Tim gets all the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> she was a shmehe. All right, 
See you at Spencer's. The answer is Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> that never gets old, at least not yet. Let's see what the real answer is. It's the wrong answer. For half a second, I was like, he got it. Oh, wait. <laughs> the answer is Shmi. Shmi. Nor Shmi. <laughs> that was awesome. Nor, really nor Shmi. That's awesome. <laughs> Play that again. That was great. A little. The answer is Shmi. Nor Shmi. That's great. A little comedy. All right, back and forth between that and the answer is Adam Driver. I'm just mad that you all got it right. That's nice. Thanks, Chris. What are the scores now? Yeah, what are the scores, Dave? I want to know now. Final scores. Matt has five. Tim and Dave with four and Chris with three. <clears throat> well, I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I like to do direct. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to Tim tell us about the weasel. <laughs> I was hoping they would do that. Join us next time we discuss Hem Dazon. Hem Dazon? Hem Dazon? His ass. <laughs> And friends. And friends. Shit, that's right. And friends. Oh, what, three of them? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> they all dance around in a fountain. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information. 